Welcome back everybody. So today we're going to look at why everything that we've been talking about started. How why was there a massive expanse of endless good and light and what hap what what happened that it decided to constrict itself? Why did it happen? So the Ari writes like this. When it came into his, when it, into his desire to create the worlds and to emanate the emanated, to bring out to the light, and we'll, we'll, get, we'll go very deep into what exactly this means, to bring, out of, to bring out the light to its completeness, to its uh, actions, its names, and its nicknames. That's what the Ari writes. Those are the, those are the specific terms that the Ari uses. This is the reason for the creation of the world. Now, first time I read this, I thought, okay, well, that answers nothing, but thank you. Um, obviously, there's a lot to be... Uh, inferred here from the Ali, and that's what Ravashlag helps us with now. So first, Ravashlag, knowing how great scholars we are, knows that we already have a question from the beginning. En litmoa, you shouldn't be surprised. Ech nifchan ratzon ba'ensof, hagavoa mikol rayon, ad kedei lomar, ala bertsuno pashut. So the first question that Ravashlag has here from what the Ali said is, if the endless light, is this ultimate giving force that has absolutely everything, everything is complete, everything is perfect, how could it possibly have a desire to say that it desired to do something? I'm going to repeat the question. If the endless light is 100% complete and perfect, how could it possibly have any form of desire to the point where the Ari actually says that it became its desire to do something? It's a good question. Kitavin imashnit ba'er le'el. You should understand this with what we already discussed earlier. Every emanated thing, every one of us, has to have within it ratzon nakabel et shif'o ma'amatzil ayin shamitiv. So like we said, like we said before, it is necessary for our existence, for anything's existence, to have a desire to receive nourishment, to receive light from the source, from that which emanated us. So what's the so we still didn't answer the question. How how does the endless light have a desire? So he's saying, here it's specifically simple desire. What is what is simple desire? It's who and Shmo Echad. Him and his name are one. Now, you're telling me, you know, what, what, is, what does someone's name have to do with desire, no desire? Nothing to do with each other, it seems. But of course, as usual, it's not about the words, it's about something much deeper. So Rav Ashlag says that this secret of Huvashmoachad that we're about to go into is written in a book called Pirkei de Rabbi Eliezer, and it's also written in the Ari. Ki ha'or shabayin sof mechunehu, 
והרצון לקבל שבאינסוף מכונה שמו. So what is him? Him is the light, is the light aspect of the endless light. And the desire to receive is his name. והם שניהם בסוד האחדות הפשוטה, שאין פירוט כלשהו ביניהם. And there is no separation or distance between them. They are in a simple unity. This is what Rav Ashlag says about him and his name, or as we now know them, the light and their desire to receive. It seems to be going against everything we just learned up until now, so we have to go deeper to understand. Omnam, Ali Demot HaPerud VaAchdut Amorim Khan do not liken the separation and unity that we're talking about here El HaPerud VaAchdut SheBamusagim HaGashmim with physical separation and unity. It's not what we're talking about. Anifredim Al Derech HaTnua that are separated through movement so Ravashlag is here reminding us that we're talking about separation, but we're not talking about physical separation. There's no physical movement. Spiritual things don't occupy space. They don't move physically. Separation in spiritual things is through, that's right, change of form. באופן שאם דבר רוחני אחד קונה לו צורה נוספת המשונה מאותה הצורה שיש לו if a spiritual if one spiritual thing acquires a new form if it if it gets a new form that's called it's which means it's changing its form הנה יצא לו הדבר הרוחני ההוא מבחינת אחד לשתי בחינות נבדלות that spiritual thing that system that entity went from the aspect of one to two separate aspects. That, that separate from each other, their distance from each other is based on how different they are from each other in form. So just like in the physical, things are separate, separated and, get, and getting closer through physical movement or through physical distance. So too, with spiritual things, what does it mean that things are farther or closer apart? It's about how similar their forms are. If their forms are very different, they're very far apart. If their forms are very similar, they're very close together. So, Ravashlag reminds us, this separa separation means change in form, similarity of form means that they're close together. And Ravashlag warns us here to remember this well because it is the first key to wisdom. So now we'll understand what, what does it mean that him and his name are one? How could it be that the light and the desire to receive are one? And what, exact, what exactly are we talking about when we say this simple unity that we always associate with the endless? We've heard the term simple unity a few times now, but we still don't know what it means. This unity is representative of the, the creator's, the, the source's greatest wonders. 
כי הנה נתבהר לאל, ההבדל בין המעציל לנאצל, שנתהווה מחמת הצורה של הרצון לקבל. So we already talked about before, the difference between the emanator and the emanated is that the emanated became physical, became thicker, is the direct translation of the word, but it means that it's materialized through this desire to receive. That it has in the emanated thing, in us, but not in the source, not in the matzil. So through this change of form, meaning through this, through this awakening of the desire to receive, the emanated is separated from the emanator. And that's why it got its own name to be called Ne'etzal, emanated, and not Ma'atzil, emanator. So before we finally answer the question of what exactly does it mean, first, Rav Ashlag has to warn us not to, not to think a certain way because it'll lead us to a mistake. What's, what's the thing that's going to lead us to a mistake? Sha'oren sofa mechuneh so after all this talk of changing forms separating between spiritual entities, one should not think for a second that the light and the desire to receive within the endless are separate from each other at all. This is not the case. Okay. So, one should not think for a second that him and his name or the light and the desire to receive are separate. Why? This upper light that is only a giving force, 100% giving all the way, and it has everything, it's complete. Its whole purpose for being is to give. So we already explained, it doesn't have desire to receive at all. So again, we, we, we run into the wall of, so how does it have desire? We're still, we're still struggling with this here. I'm still struggling with this here. So it's saying there's two types of ensof. There's ensof called who and ensof called shmo. The, the, the aspect of the endless that we refer to when we say who, him, is the ultimate giving light that has zero desire to receive, 100% giving all the way. Then there's the aspect of the endless that we call Shemo, his name. And that, that is where the desire to receive comes in. Why do we call it the same thing? Well, if you look at the entire name, it's all Ensof. The light of the endless. Or the endless light. In English, it's easy to switch around the order of that, but it's actually important that we, that we pay attention to the order of the words in the Hebrew. Oh, the light is who? The light is the ultimate giving force. And sof refers to the desire to receive aspect of the endless light. But again, do not think that they are separate entities. They are one and the same, and they are in simple unity always. So again, but we know that change in form makes separation. So how, why doesn't this law work here? At the beginning we established 
like a law of physics almost, an axiom. Separation of form makes distance between each other. It's, it does separation. And that's why the Ari and the and the Pilkeda Rabbi Eliezer, that's why these sages told us, to make, they reminded us that this is not the case. God forbid. Him and his name, the light and the desire to receive are, to, are in simple unity. There is no difference between them. And even though there is between him and his name, even though there has to be some sort of change in form because they have different names, it doesn't take effect there at all. And even though we don't understand this, this is Rav Ashlag saying about himself and, the, and, and me saying about myself and us that we don't understand it. Even though we have no idea what we just said, this is the way it is no matter what. This is the way it is without any doubt. And this is why we say about the endless that we cannot, that the human mind cannot possibly grasp it. Because this idea is above our understanding. And I'll explain the idea again, the one that we don't understand. On the one hand, we have an axiom. Change in form makes separation. On the other hand, we're saying that within the endless light, there is both ultimate light of giving and a desire to receive. And we're also saying that they exist together, not separate at all, simultaneously. So we have two contradicting things here. We're saying that in the end, Sof, the two, the two of these laws make sense together. Don't, don't break your head trying to understand that because we won't. It's above the human ability to understand, but that is the way it is. So just remember it as if one plus one is two. Just like one plus one is two, the endless light doesn't have, doesn't have to listen to the rule of change in form make separation. There is no separation in the endless light. Perush. So now we're going to start to talk about a little bit the actual timsum, the actual contraction restriction. What happened? So the endless, the endless light contracted itself at a middle point, which is, which was mamash in the middle, really, really, literally in the middle. And the light contracted and it distanced itself to the edges of this point in the middle. There's a little dot in the middle. So, uh, for lack of a better explanation, because we, the physical cannot possibly understand how it works in the endless light, but you have, imagine a big white paper that goes on forever in every direction, and you didn't poke a hole in the paper, a hole appears and the paper like pulls itself to the edges of this tiny dot in the middle. That's the best example I, 
the best example we have for what exactly the contraction is. So, Lashlag's first explanation is, Pirush Kvayadatta is about what exactly does it mean that the light contracted itself. Kvayadatta, Sodhu Vishmoichad. So now that we've agreed on this concept of him and his name are one, the light and the desire to receive within the endless are, this, are one and the same. There is no separation between them. And it's very important that you remember this, even if you don't understand, don't worry, I don't understand either. Even though there is a change in form in the aspect of the desire to receive that resides within the endless light, so even though there is that change of form, it doesn't make any separation between it and the upper light. They are still in simple 100% unity, and with all of this, this idea of this form that has both the light and the desire to receive is actually the reason for all of creation, all of the worlds, all of the different names, all of the different nicknames, everything in existence. This is actually the reason. This Hu Vishmoichad, him and his name are what? Is actually the reason for all of existence. How? Like the like the Ari says here, according to Rav Ashlag, the Ari says that through the creation of the worlds and their spreading, their evolution, for their evolution up until this point, there are many different spiritual worlds, and this physical world is at the bottom of them. So from the endless light through, if you remember, Adam Kadmon, Atzilut, Bria, Yitzira, Asiya. We, our physical world is in the world of Asiya. So even through the, the top four worlds and, and the Ensof, the whole thing starts from the point of him and his name are one. So what, what is the, the new thing here? Why did, what is new about our world that it got its own name? Because remember, the only, the only reason that a spiritual system is considered different from another spiritual system is a change in form. So what's different about our world? So Ravashlag says that what the only new thing here is the opportunity to learn Torah, the wisdom of Kabbalah, and to do good deeds, mitzvot. And not just, not just to learn for, not just to learn, to learn not so that we can receive something from it. A lot of times, you know, people become spiritual because they think it's going to give them enlightenment in life or they think they're going to make more money. The real reason that this world exists is so that people can f start following their spiritual path. They can learn Torah, learn the wisdom, learn the secrets of Kabbalah, 
do good deeds, not for themselves, but in order to give a good feeling to our Creator. The same type of good feeling that parents get when their kids do something nice for somebody else. When our parents, some of the most proud ever, and my mother's sitting here, she can confirm, when they see their kid doing, going out of their way to do something nice for somebody else. Am I right? Yes. So this is the type, this is the new thing about our world is the opportunity to do that. Up there, for whatever reason, that's not there. And we'll, we'll discuss that later, why, why it's only here do we have that opportunity. So only in this world can the souls change their desire to receive into a desire to give. And why, why would they want to do that? Because that is the way to get closer to the Creator. You want to get closer to the Creator? You want to feel closer to God? Well, we've, we've just been talking about this whole time. The only thing that separates things spiritually is change in form. So how do you get closer to God? Be like God. Be giving. That is the, that is the reason for our world's existence. The only meaning, what does it mean to, to do all this stuff in order to give? How can we give to, some, to something that has everything? The ultimate giving force wants to give. So when we receive, we don't receive because we don't have. We don't even, the, the highest form of receiving, not even receive because we want. Receive because we know that the Creator wants to give. That is the secret of our world. This is how we align ourselves with the Creator. Which is called cleaving and oneness. Like we said earlier. Because then, our souls, us, we have, the, we, we leave this name of desire to receive behind and we buy, we buy for ourselves a new name. We buy for ourselves the desire to give. This is the essence. This is the form of the, of the Creator. So through changing our desire to receive and into a desire to, to give, how do we do that? When we receive, we make sure, we keep in mind, we meditate on the idea, I'm receiving because I know that the Creator wants to give me. How does that change us from desire to receive for, to desire to give? Because then it's not about us anymore. It's not about we want to receive or we don't have something. It's about we, want, we know the, the Creator wants to give, so we're going to give Him a good feeling and we're going to take it. And this that the Ari said, that it came into his simple desire to create all the worlds. Allah, what does it mean it, it raised? The, the, word, the word Allah literally means to raise. Perusho, shnit ale bezikuch udvekut, 
על ידי שהקטין וצמצם את שיעור הרצון לקבל הטבוע בו כדי להשוות צורתו לאור העליון. It means that it's elevated itself and cleansed itself by getting close to the Creator. How did it get close to the Creator? What, it, what was the contraction about? It contracted its desire to receive. The desire to receive that was planted within it. It's natural, a desire to receive. It's, it's necessary to existence. So what, what happened in the endless? The desire to receive was minimized. So even though the desire to receive of the endless, which is called his name, or also Malchut of the endless, and Malchut is a spiritual level, it's the lowest spiritual level, there is ten sfirot, Keter, Chochmah, Bina, Chesed, Vura, Tiferet, Netzach, Chod, Yesod, Malchut, Malchut, the lowest level, that's what we call the desire to receive of the endless. We call it the Malchut of the endless. So even though, again, it's saying again, even though it, the endless had the desire to receive, it didn't, it wasn't even a millimeter away. If we're not talking about physical space, but we're not, it wasn't even a spiritual millimeter away from the light, there was no separation. They were one and the same. So even with all this, even though it was already one with, with the light, the desire to receive was already one with the light, it decorated itself. What, did it, how, what does it mean it decorated itself? It decorated itself, how did it decorate itself? To look like the creator, the source. What does the source look like? The ultimate giving force. So it, it tried to quash its desire to receive. And it brings up uh, the, its fourth phase of desire, which we'll get into next time. It tried to quash this desire to receive, to look more like the creator. Because similarity in form creates closeness, like we said before, and that's why it says, that's why the Ari uses the word, it went up, it elevated. It went up to his, to his simple desire. The malchut of the endless, the desire to receive of the endless, elevated itself and cleaved to this upper light. It minimized its desire to receive. So now that we understand what it did, what the reasoning was, what does it mean that it contracted? We already said, all the measurements, all the borders, all the size of any emanated thing is decided by one thing, desire to receive. The, the bigger the desire to receive, the bigger the, the, bigger the vessel, the bigger 
the borders of this emanated thing. So therefore, once the malchut of the endless, the desire to receive in the endless, contracted itself, and it minimized its desire to receive, the light had to leave. When the vessel tried to minimize its desire, what happened was automatically, smaller desire, less light. Less light comes down. So because the sm- there was a smaller desire, the light had to leave. The attempt to elevate the desire, the attempt to, to minimize desire, to, to make it smaller, to, to, to be more like the source, more like the creator, is actually what led to the contraction in the first place. It, that's what led to the emptiness. An attempt to be more, the more giving force, an attempt to quash the desire to receive, is actually what led to the lack. And, you know, thinking about this, it's, it's almost like a tragedy. Like, the one thing that the vessel was... Tr- the one thing that it wanted to do was to minimize its desire. The, the vessel wanted to minimize its desire and be more like the light. That's, that's all it wanted to do. And what it ended up happening was it drove the light further away. How, how does that relate to us? The way I take away from it? The way to become spiritual, closer to God, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people who are spiritual that, you know, they, they're monks that live in mountains and they don't eat anything for most of the day and they, like, don't talk to anyone ever and they're, in complete, they're completely secluded from the world. That's trying to quash the desire to receive, but that's, unfortunately, that's, that's not the way. The way is to receive as much as possible. You should have a desire bigger than you've ever dreamed. Why? Not because you didn't have it, not because you want it, because the Creator is the ultimate giving force and He wants to give it to you. He wants to give you everything. Who are you to say no? Not only who are you to say no, you want to be more like the Creator? You're actually giving by receiving. Isn't that amazing? You're giving by getting everything you want. That's the secret to this world. That's what's amazing and new about our world. Thank you.